Are you interested in making your own podcast? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. You guys can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And in fact, I'm using Anchor and I love it. If you're interested, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. Today is Monday, July 10th, and we've got a lot of stuff to talk about. Stick around. I think you'll be encouraged. So July is just flying by for me. You guys have been probably those those of you who are used to the podcast uh, by now know that I missed Friday's podcast. And uh, the reason for that is because I've been hanging out at the hospital with my sister and just trying to keep the family moving and uh, getting uh, dinner on the table and somehow making sure the laundry gets done. And uh, so a lot of things have been going on. So I really appreciate you bearing with me and not having a podcast this last Friday. I want to kind of bring you up to speed. I'm going to be talking about the power of prayer today and what it looks like in the life of a Christian, particularly where something like suffering is concerned. Uh, but I want to bring you up to speed on what's going on with Bobby, because it's actually it's actually kind of remarkable what's happening with him right now. And again, you know, we don't have a, a confirmation from the doctors on anything that, that we saw yesterday or anything even that we've seen this morning, but Bobby is beginning to track. He's beginning to come out of, it appears, he's beginning to come out of his coma. And so we're watching very carefully to see, does he respond to us, to our voices? Does he respond to music? Jay and I went up there on Saturday and Jay played guitar and we sang to him for about two hours. Some of his favorite songs, we sang some Veggie Tales. <laughs> we sang uh, God is Bigger Than the Boogeyman. You know, I was trying to think, what are some songs that we sang with Bobby when he was little? And so we sang some of those and then some of his newer favorites and uh, just tried to love on him. And it was really uh, wonderful to watch as Jay began to play his guitar, Bobby would move his eyes toward the sound. He moved, mostly he moves his right eye. His left eye is still very weak, but he would move, he move his eye toward the sound. And so we decided let's, let's, um, let's have Jay walk around the bed to where I was sitting. Sure enough, uh, Bobby followed him with his eyes. And so that was really the first time we've seen that happen, uh, to that degree. And then my sister later on that night had a similar thing happen. And then again on Sunday, and so we're we're beginning to see uh, signs that are encouraging to us. Uh, we still very much not out of the woods. Bobby has uh, what's called a diffuse anoxial injury, and of all of the brain injuries out there, this is the worst that uh, you can have and still survive. So if the if the DAI injury had a scale of one to five on it, one being man, this is a major bummer uh, on top of a, of a very bad injury, and five being we don't know how you're still alive. Bobby has a five. Uh, his uh, his neck was shattered at C6 and C7. And so uh, the doctors are saying that he is a quadriplegic. And at this point, because his brain injury is so severe and because he hasn't woken up yet, it's very hard to tell uh, what he's actually going to be like. And so what we've been doing is just really giving it, giving Bobby over to the Lord every day. There, I don't think I've ever seen anything more precious uh, than watching my sister 
lean over her son last week after we met with probably 15 doctors and nurses and support staff at the hospital in a conference room. And they basically went over what's going on with Bobby and what they believe his prognosis to be. And I watched my sister when we came back to his room, just lean over her son and just tears in her eyes would fall onto his face. And she just, uh, she's saying that will be done. And really that's where we are uh, as a family, because we know that everything medically has been done uh, that can be done. And we need a miracle. Bobby needs a miracle, which is why we called the page on Facebook miracles for Bobby. And so we appreciate your prayers and we believe in the power of prayer. And that's really what I want to talk about today uh, because I believe that God is still up to something. God is up to something. God never does anything apart from a kingdom purpose. And as you grow in, as you grow in faith and as you walk with the Lord, even in difficult times, even in times of unimaginable grief, the peace of God, which the Bible says surpasses understanding, really does guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. And that's what we're seeing happen. Does that mean we don't cry? No. It doesn't. Jesus cried. Now, someone asked me the other day, you know, how are we uh, talking to our children about such a devastating injury? And how are we talking to them about things as serious as life and death and um, changes that happen because of accidents that, that change the course and the trajectory of our lives forever? And my answer to that is that we've been very honest with our children and just said, this is hard and we don't understand. And and God didn't ask us to understand. He just asked us to trust him. He said to trust that his heart was good, that we know that everything that God does is for a purpose. Uh, Romans tells us that uh, everything uh, is worked out according to uh, the good of those who love and follow God. And so we want our kids to know that this is a dire situation, but it's not beyond the reach of God. And Certainly the the accident has happened, uh, has reached a lot more people than we ever thought that it would. You know, I reached out on Facebook Live really out of just desperation. I was trying to get a message to my sister and I wanted her to hear that God had a purpose in suffering. And sometimes you can't hear when you're, when you're in such a dark place, it's hard to hear, but you can hear it later. And that was really why I recorded that podcast uh, last week when, when we were still just trying to wrap our heads around how this could even happen. And now we're to a point where we're just like, all right, Lord, the surgeries have been done. Uh, he's off the respirator and he has a trach and Lord, the physicians have done all that they can do. Now we're going to leave it up to you. And so we tell our kids the truth about that. And listen, it's, it's just like, you know, talking to your kids about suffering is, is not unlike talking to them about any other thing, any other weighty matter that we encounter in this life. And those of you who listen to me on the podcast for any length of time at all, you know that I am not afraid to talk about hard things. I talk about hard things on the podcast all the time because we live in a really uh, confused and dark world in many respects. And so I have felt compelled to shine a light whenever God gives me opportunities. I haven't really enjoyed this opportunity, but I know that God is asking. Uh, those of us who trust and follow him to continue to say what we know is true. And we know that God's word is a lamp to our feet and a light into our path. And so we're going to continue to speak uh, truth and believe in the power of prayer. And so here's the thing. The bottom line is when we talk about truth, truth without love is not helpful, right? So if you tell somebody the truth, but you don't 
have love in your in your voice and you're unkind. The Bible says that when we speak the truth, but we don't have love, that we sound like a gong. Some of you are old enough, uh, like me, <laughs> to remember the gong show. And if you're not, just look it up. Uh, but that's what God says that we sound like. If we speak the truth, but we don't have love, um, God says we sound like a gong. Basically, truth without love isn't helpful. And love without truth uh, isn't love at all. And so as we talk about what's happening in the culture and we talk about what's happening with my nephew and the difficulties that we're facing, we speak the truth in love because we know that just to be loving and not to tell the truth isn't really love at all. And that's not what God asks us to do. And as Christians, we don't really have a choice, do we, but to believe uh, that what was true about God in the light is also true about him in the dark and when we're in dark places. And I have always believed that there's only one kind of Christian, a true Christian, is a, is a devoted follower of Jesus. And the apostles, if you study the apostles, and I'm going to read out of Ephesians for you today because I've been in the book of Ephesians lately, but the apostles were uniquely devoted to the ministry of of teaching the word of God and prayer. And because of it, an entire culture was changed. An entire culture was shaken. They were changed. They were never the same. And it's my hope that uh, anyone who hears the story of Bobby will see that kind of devotion and that kind of belief and be changed by it uh, because we are a people of prayer. We believe in the power of prayer. And so as I was reading in uh, Philippians the other day, I'm going to just, I'll read it to you because Philippians 1, starting verse 3 says, uh, this is the Apostle Paul, I thank my God in all my remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine for you, making my prayer with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. And I'm sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Christ Jesus. It is right for me to feel this way about all of you because I hold you in my heart. For you are partakers with me of grace, both in my imprisonment and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel. For God is my witness, how I yearn for you all with the affection of Christ Jesus. And it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment so that you may approve what is excellent and so be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. And we see this kind of this Thanksgiving, this opening to the book of Philippians is really the Apostle Paul giving thanks for the people that God has entrusted to his care, and he's praying for them. And his prayer is marked by joy. Um, Paul had a love for the people that he prayed for. And so he's saying, this is how you should pray. And not only am I going to tell you how to pray, I'm going to actually do it myself. And so that's kind of the power of love, right? I mean, he's saying, I love you guys. It's my prayer that your love would abound even more with all discernment and with knowledge. Why? So that you can approve what's excellent and be pure and blameless on the day of Christ. Meaning, listen, we don't live for this world. We don't seek this city. As Christians, we seek a city to come and it changes the way that we look at things. Uh, On the way to church the other day, we were singing in the car, just happened to have um, 
Oh my goodness. I wish I could, it, whoever did, it was the new version of, um, they'll know we are Christians by our love, which we sang in the seventies, you know, the hippies, <laughs> we all sang it in the seventies. And I was thinking how true that is even now, uh, that the people who are watching our family go through such suffering and really being shaped in a crucible of suffering right now. Uh, we want people to see not how awesome is our family, but how awesome the God that we serve is. And I think, man, love has always been, according to uh, the Bible and according to the Apostle Paul, when he says, I thank God in my remembrance of you, I, I, I thank God that I'm here and I make my prayer every day with joy. Why? Because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now, and nothing has changed. That's how we feel also. And so we think about the power of love and that, uh, and what, what it spurs us to do as Christians and what, what our responsibility is as uh, men and women who claim the name of Jesus. And so I want to just encourage you today toward uh, a deeper walk with God, toward a prayer life that says, I trust you, Lord. I trust you. And I love the people that you've put around me. We are so thankful uh, for the people that we're meeting at the hospital. I wrote on my blog the other day about uh, just seeing, there's kind of a knowing smile that people give you when you've been in the PICU for a while or when you've had uh, suffering in your life. And I think that that's what God uses more than anything else. And I know this is kind of, this is kind of for some of you going to be a bitter pill to swallow, but I believe it's true. And it certainly has been true in my life before uh, this happened in, in our family that God works more in suffering than in any other human experience. Uh, and I think that the reason for that is because of our sin nature. For one, when we're not suffering, we tend to get prideful. And we tend to be uh, to walk away from the Lord rather than draw near to him. Because after all, we got this. We don't need help. You know, money's fine. Everybody's healthy. And when we're struggling, whether it's financial or whether it's health or whether it's an accident or whether it's a relationship or you know, divorce or whatever it is, that's when we tend to draw near to God. And the Bible says when we draw near to God, he draws near to us. And, and God longs for a personal relationship with each one of us. And he uses suffering to draw us close to him. And he says he never wastes it. And so we continue to believe that. We believe in the power of prayer. We believe that God is still up to something. And so we're going to continue just to walk this out and, and believe that even when we can't understand that God is doing something that's bigger than we are. I read a verse the other day that just, it really impacted me because, and these are Jesus words because I was thinking, man, this is where we are now. John 13, seven, Jesus replied, uh, you do not realize what I'm doing, but later you will understand. And I think that's true of so many things that we go through in our life that, that we may not realize what God is doing, but he said, you know what? Hang in there. Trust me. I'm good. Keep praying. Uh, you will understand later. And we're hanging on to that right now. And so I want to encourage you back toward uh, Philippians 1 today. Again, I was in uh, Philippians chapter 1, verses 3 to 11, and I'm going to come back to it actually on Wednesday because there's a bunch more things I wanted to say, but I'm already out of time. Uh, I want to just encourage you, continue to pray for Bobby. Uh, we covet and appreciate your prayers and we'll keep you posted. Uh, the whole family really has um, administration 
roles on the the Facebook page Miracles for Bobby Asa. And so you can go there and just see anytime pretty much. They're always updating how he's doing and how my sister's doing and what the new treatments are and all those things. And we're just expecting a miracle. We're praying for a miracle. We're believing for a miracle. I cried out to the Lord in in uh, in a church on Sunday and I was just like, Lord, you know, we're going to we're going to be like Joshua and command the sun to stand still because we know that God can do it. And so uh we're going to keep doing that. I appreciate that you would pray and partner with us in that endeavor. Uh, for those of you who live in the uh, Portland, Oregon, Vancouver, Washington uh, metropolitan area or the surrounding areas, uh, tonight is a really big night. Tonight is our uh, preview night for the Homeschool Resource Center. And so Jay and I are opening uh, the very first ever for this area, a full-time Homeschool Resource Center. It's going to take a lot of prayer. And we've already seen miracles with that Resource Center. Uh, another just confirmation, you know, that God is always listening and he's always, he's concerned about everything that concerns us. And we continue uh, to be very concerned about the the, um, the public school system and um, and making sure that parents have options and alternatives. And that's really what this is for. So um, if you are interested and you're in the area, come on out. This is so far the only one we have on the calendar. Uh, we get the keys to the Resource Center in October and it will open in November. But tonight's uh, preview will be held at LifePoint Church in Vancouver, Washington, the address is 305 Northeast 192nd. So out near Costco uh, on the east side in Vancouver. So we'd love to have you come out for that. Also want to remind you that if you are not doing the scripture writing challenge, uh, it'll change your life. Being in the word of God every day, I'm telling you what, as I live and breathe, it's a game changer. It's a trajectory changer. God is a chain breaker and he's a healer. And you, we learn about him through his word. So uh, getting the word with me, uh, go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash scripture writing, and you can subscribe to the scripture writing challenge and it's free. And uh, I want to just encourage you to do it. Also, and I have big, big, big news. Um, I am going to be announcing the uh, the launch team. Many of you have been asking about my new book and we are almost ready to open up the floodgates and we are going to take a limited number of you who would be interested in uh, getting a free PDF copy of my new book. Uh, really in exchange for helping me get the word out about it. And if that's you, if that's something that you're interested in, stay tuned because in the next couple of days, I'm going to be making a major announcement and I will tell you how you can fill out an application to get onto the launch team. And I'll be doing, um, I'm actually going to be taking you guys through the book. I'm going to be going through the book with you, doing some Facebook lives uh, with the launch team. And so we have a limited number of spots available for that. If you're available uh, and want to read through that book with me and uh, be a part of the launch team, I would love it. And uh, let your friends know that we are going to have, we'll have a window that we accept applications uh, for launch team partners in just a couple of days. So uh, stay tuned for that. And we will definitely give you more information as the days, uh, as the day gets closer. So uh, I really can say that uh, I love you guys and I appreciate you listening. I hope that you'll tell your friends about this podcast and uh, just share what God is doing because uh, he's worthy of getting to know. And that's really the point of the podcast. So I hope you guys are encouraged today. Get into the word for yourself. Spend some time with the Lord today and um, ask him, Father, what do you have for me today? And then expect that he's going to give you a direction. He's good like that. All right, everybody. I'll see you back here on Wednesday. Wednesday.